What do you think of your group? Well, we're not at the staff assembled yet. We've got the head coach and the general manager. They've got to assemble the rest of the staff, but they're off to a good start. Their communication is very natural, um, and uh, they like each other. They, they know each other's philosophies. Uh, they have a similar vision going forward, so I think we're off to a good start with both of these guys. We know about the ability as, of Dayball as an offensive coordinator, but what do you think of him as a man, a leader, a communicator? Well, I think you saw uh, a little bit of that uh, in that press conference there. He's very genuine, down-to-earth. He believes in having relationships with people, um, and he's a people person, and I think he's going to fit very well in the building. I think he's very inspirational, too. I think he'll get guys to perform to the best of their abilities. John, this is obviously the second straight time you've hired a Bill Belichick disciple. They haven't had a lot of success as NFL head coaches. What makes you think that Brian will be different? Well, I think his background, uh, his ability to work with Joe, I think what he did with Josh Allen and that entire Buffalo offense, I think his presence, uh, which I think you saw uh, as he was up on that stage, I think all of those things combined to give him the best chance of having success. Obviously, you never know until they get in and they start playing games and stuff. But, uh, uh, you know, we, we like what we've seen so far. You brought up, you brought up the Josh Allen piece right there about how, you know, his ability to work with him there. That, go ahead, yeah. <laughs> how much was that sort of the differentiator with him, or did that kind of play into your, was, your thinking? Here? It was a factor for sure. I mean, that, that's his job here. You know, we have a quarterback that we have a lot of confidence in, but who's, you know, had some issues here, mostly due to the way we've handled him. Uh, and, you know, a big part of Brian's job is going to be to try to get the most out of Daniel and try to put us in a position where we can make a fair evaluation of him. We haven't been able to do that so far because of the way we've handled him. John, do you think you've given the, the fans success. reason to believe Are you right going to hog up all the questions? <laughs> John, do you, believe, do you believe you've given the fans reason to hope and reason to believe that there's good things ahead? I, I think so, Bruce, but that only, that only lasts until we start playing games. But the reaction obviously has been positive so far, but that only goes so far. I think we're off to a good start, but, but that'll go away quickly if we don't get off to a good start uh, during the season. But um, I, I think we've got the right guys in place now, and uh, it's up to us to make it work. Knowing that they've had a past relationship the past four years and even going back to 2011. It, it certainly was a factor, yes. Um, you have to have a general manager and a head coach that can communicate with one another, that respect one another, and that are going to collaborate on all of the important decisions of the day. Uh, and I have a lot of confidence that that will be the case with these two. John, I know, John, I, you guys I know to get this um, right this time. John, I know you um, um, were thought that maybe Patrick Graham would leave after last year, you know, and you, you value him. The fact that he likely will be back, um, how important is that to you? Think? That's very important. I mean, he's very well respected in this building. The players have a lot of respect for him as do I. He's a terrific defensive coordinator. Look, for his own sake, I hope he gets a head coaching job. But uh, as Brian said, selfishly, um, uh, you know, we'd be very happy if he stayed. How, did he how much do pressure is it for you guys to get this right, both general manager and head coach, and turn this situation around? I feel a lot of pressure to do that. I mean, I always feel pressure going into every season. And given our recent history, probably more so than ever uh, do I feel that right now. But. Um, I think we have the right guys in place. Now we just have to give them the resources to let them do their jobs. John, why do you think the Bills rebuild was, was so successful? Why do you think the Bills rebuild was so successful so quickly? And what are you hoping that Joe and Brian can do? I, I think they had the right combination of a head coach and a general manager, and they made the right selection at quarterback. I think we have the right 
a combination of head coach and general manager. I also think we have the right quarterback, and hopefully they'll be able to get the most out of him. John, we've asked a lot. to hiring Dable, what stood out about him that maybe was different than your last two hires or really convinced you that he could be the person who changed this? You know, I think you saw a little bit of that um, during the, the press conference. He's very uh, down-to-earth, natural, oh, gets along God. with people, believes in building relationships. I think he had a great vision uh, for, for where he wants to take us. And I think the fact that he and Joe are so comfortable together uh, have similar philosophies. Why travel the uh, That's probably what's setting the part. John, where do you John. view your program being at right now? You have you know, four one season, tough cap, spot. Sorry, cap situation. I mean, do you have to tear it down or can you turn around quick? Or? We're in last place. There's no place to go but up. John, um, we've asked a lot Brian? about uh, Daniel Jones from well, Brian to Joe. We haven't asked about his health yet. Are you convinced he will be healthy enough to play next year and camp and all the rest of that? Yes, our, our medical people are very confident that uh, the neck injury will be uh, not a factor. John, can Brian Dable succeed here if Daniel does not? In other words, if he tries to work with him and it doesn't pan out, is there still patience and intent on building something long-term past Daniel with Brian? I, I would say yes. Uh, I mean, you know, Daniel will get a chance next year and we'll hopefully be able to get a fair evaluation of him. And if it doesn't work out, you know, we'll go to plan B. But we have a lot of confidence that it will work out. John, John in retrospect, there? you went through all the interviews. Um, last time we talked to you was before Brian Flores. Uh, how much did the friction with Brian and Chris Greer play into why you didn't hire him? Well, listen, we, we, we had five terrific candidates, any one of whom uh, I probably would have been comfortable with at the end of the day. But I think uh, what Brian has been able to accomplish up in Buffalo um, and Brian's uh, a track record with Joe and, and their level of comfort with one another, I think that's what tipped the scales at the end of the day. John, you heard a lot, a lot about culture. You heard a lot about culture the last two years, mm -hmm. too. How close are those cultures to each other? How much overhaul has to be done with that? Well, I think I'm going to let them make that determination. I think they both believe that there are a lot of good pieces you know, in the building, on the team, but that we certainly have some shortcomings that we're going to have to address. Fortunately, we have some draft capital that'll help us do that, but I'm not looking at this as, a, as an overnight turnaround. This is going to be a process, and however long it takes is you know, going to be up to them. John, but, why but John as you walk out of here John, today, what? do you walk out of here You're with your... everything up. <laughs> as you walk out of here today, do you walk out of here with your chest pumped out? Do you feel good about the future of this franchise? I, I'm not walking around anywhere with my chest pumped out <laughs> after the last <laughs> few seasons we've had, Bruce, but I, I do feel good about the future of the franchise, yes. John, why was there, you mentioned Brian's offensive background with Josh. Why only one offensive coordinator among the, all the searches? Everybody else was defensive-minded. You know, I don't think we were focused on offensive coordinator per se. We just wanted to get the best person for the job. And, you know, I think Brian has a lot of qualities that you look for. He has a certain presence about him. Uh, he has leadership skills. Um, people like working with him. Uh, his players uh, revere him. Um, so I think those are the factors. Obviously, the fact that our offense is so challenged right now, um, I think he brings a certain skill set that will help us. How varied, were the, how varied were the opinions on Daniel? Because you seem, you've seemed pretty sold that, okay, we can get this right with Daniel Jones. I mean, did you get dissenting opinions to that? Did you get people who were not so sure on it? You, you know, I think we did 10 general manager interviews and five head coach interviews, and all every single interview was positive about Daniel. Now, they're not willing to 
say that they think he's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes or anything like that, but they were excited about the potential he has and the, and the possibility of working with him. And that, to me, was uh, was reassuring because that's the way we uh, feel as well. John, John, when you have a candidate who's never been a head coach, never had the opportunity to command the entire team or room, as an owner, how difficult is it to ascertain that he can do that job? Ian, it's the most difficult uh, decision by far that you ever make in this business because you just don't know. Uh, you have to try to get to know the individual as best you can, talk to the people that he's worked with, um, try to get an understanding as to whether he has a presence and the leadership skills uh, and the knowledge of X's and O's, and then you make your choice and then you live with it. But uh, you don't know until they actually start getting in the building and start building the program. Just to follow that, John, for a second. Uh, no, sorry, Jordan. People around the league say Brian's a really nice guy. Was there ever a concern that is he too nice of a guy to, to have this kind of uh, opportunity? Or, or No, I don't think that's a concern. I think he can be tough when he needs to be tough. That's that's you know, what we found out about him. So, And certainly Joe's had the experience with him in Buffalo and has seen his uh, command of the room, and I think that's something we're very comfortable with. What did you do differently in the past? A coach with uh, quite quite with his personality, someone who's as relaxed or as colorful. I mean, is that when you went to interview process? Was that a factor at all? You know, it certainly made him likable right from the beginning, and and I don't know that I'd say we've never had a coach with that type of personality, but but uh, he seems like somebody that will be very easy to work with in the building that people will respond to and. And, and want to work with, and, and that was certainly something we took notice of right away. John, you guys have talked up Daniel Jones and talked around this. Bottom line, would you be surprised if he's not your week one starter in 2022? Yes. Why? why? I mean, just... Because I would be very I mean, surprised. You, you said, you, well, I guess, I guess sorry, sorry. You, you mentioned last time we talked to you that the coach and the GM still had to do a full evaluation before you committed to him, but now it sounds like you're fully committed to him. Why is that? They're going to make the final determination. You're asking me would I be surprised okay. if he's not the starter? Yes, I'll Fair. be surprised if he's not the starter. Was it dis disappointing, or did it catch you off guard when Dan Quinn pulled his name out? Was he been a serious it candidate was, it, at the end? It was disappointing because he was a serious candidate, but at the end of the day, I'm very happy with, the, with Brian Dan. John, did you reach out to Sean at all? John, for you personally, I know you, you want to get this turned around yesterday if you had your druthers, so how hard is it going to be for you to be patient? Because this is a process. It's going to be hard, but I'm going to have to force myself to do it. I've, I've run out of patience over the last few years, but... You know, I also understand that this is a, a long-term project. This is not an overnight fix. I think last season, I verified that. John, you and Joe both use the word resources. Like, what does that mean? Like, in terms of what you're going to do to help? They want to make changes in the in the building, get different equipment in here, do something in here, whatever they need to do. You know, whenever I get uh, asked about anything like that, my my response is, is it going to help us win? Tell me, it's going to help us win, and you have it. That, that's what they're talking about. John, in the, staff as well. in the last three weeks, last if I had a GM and a coach, do you feel like I can finally rest now, or how do you feel? Well, not really. I mean, we got to, uh, we still have to hire uh, the rest of the staff, and, and they're busy working on that right now. And uh, then we're going to have to make some very difficult decisions. Or I should say they're going to have to make some very difficult decisions on uh, getting us under the cap and putting us in a position where we're going to be in a healthy cap situation going forward. And we have the draft coming up. So, uh, no, there's no rest. Uh, I'm not going to rest until we start winning games.